Welcome back to the Sunday Confessional, the podcast where we discuss the complex nature of relationships, the good, the bad, the fun, and the complicated. So whether you're single, in a long-term relationship, or somewhere in between, we're going to try and cover it all. I'm your host, Jim, and I'm in studio with our expert in advice and life and love, Jessica Lauren. <laughs> Give us a what's up, pals? Oh, hey, pals. Welcome back. It's, uh, I guess before we get started, general disclaimer, we're not licensed professionals. This is not actual advice. This is just for your entertainment and mostly for our own therapeutic needs, to be honest. So uh, don't take it too seriously. And our buddy Van Wilder, don't take life too seriously. You'll never get out alive. Never, so ever. Let's have some fun. And uh, let's just jump right into it. Try and be a little quicker here. Let's do it. Okay. First confessional, petition to take more nudes with no intention of sending them. It does wonders for your sexual confidence. I think it was actually, it does wonders for your self-confidence, but I would agree that it also does wonders for your sexual confidence. It might have been. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Translation error here. Um, but yeah, this one, uh, I love this one. Um, I've had a lot of thought about this one in the last couple days here. So um, yeah. I don't even know where to begin on this because I'm kind of thinking about myself um, to start. And, you know, my, in my previous life, um, I didn't take a lot of nudes, to be honest. Um, and I still don't really take that many nudes. Um, but I'm just going to go straight personal here and this is going to get hot real quick. But uh, when I do, I am so, I find so much power uh, in, in taking those photos. Um, whether I take them for myself or whether I take them um, <laughs> to give to somebody else, uh, there's so much power in that. Um, back up a bit. I think the power comes from so many different facets, right? Like um, to take a nude even just for yourself, I think it, it gives you a level of self-confidence that I think a lot of us uh, don't typically or don't normally have. Um, it can be uncomfortable. Doesn't it feel like it's so daunting to me? Like we're all our own worst critics. Absolutely. Right? Like I feel like anytime I've taken a picture for you, <laughs> just to throw it out there, I look at it and I'm like, uh, and like we kind of always look to our flaws. We always look to our right? flaws. But like I guess if we look at it and especially if we know we're not sending it out, the goal maybe is to just look on like, we're all beautiful in our own way. It doesn't 100%. matter who you are. We're all beautiful people. I, I, I would struggle, I think, with this to not, to not send it and get that external validation. But um, I, maybe that's something that we should all be doing a little bit more of. I've never thought of it this way. So, so I'm I gonna, love this one. I'm going to back it up a step. And I actually have a friend that um, she's told me this for years. And she actually, when she puts her makeup on at home, or gets ready for a night out, she does it naked. And I'm always like, what? Like you stand, or she, or she maybe just has like a bra and underwear on or whatever, but she's like, does mostly her nude. Makeup and everything naked? Yeah. Good honor. And for her, it's like, she does this because it's like, you know, A, it gives her a check on where her body is and if it's changing and if she thinks that she needs to do something different for herself. But B, she said it instills so much confidence in spots where, um, she's not normally confident. And so she, you know, 
let's say she's doing her makeup for a night out she's busy focused on her face as she's applying stuff but she's still getting these um views of of her own body and and it's making her more comfortable with things that she's maybe normally sometimes not comfortable with um and that's where i think this kind of whole thing lies like we're so hard on ourselves all of us always right and like but the more you're exposed to yourself in the raw and like i think the more the more confident you can become or the more you see positive things as opposed to immediately looking at the negative absolutely i'll I'll even bring it back to like us recording this podcast right like (laughs) i thought i was gonna hate hearing the sound of my own voice and some of you out there probably do hate the sound of my voice (laughs) that's cool but like i the more i listened to it i became more comfortable and more confident with it so the more you're taking those pictures and without sending them or or with sending them and i wonder if that just creates more confidence similar to kind of what we're doing here i think it does like i have heard like um therapists do that for people that are struggling with body image right like they do tell them to um and i mean take this with a grain of salt like i i watched this on tiktok but like some girl was on there saying like you know my therapist told me to stand naked in front of my mirror for you know two minutes three minutes and she would up the time um per week and just stand there and stare at myself and tell myself the things I like about myself as opposed to the That'd things be that I so hard to be do because so immediately difficult. my brain is like like oh I need to like get stronger here I need to like lose the beer gut I need to like whatever it is like I think that would be so difficult but like once you get into it it, it would probably take more than a week of well, doing that like I feel like that first week would be so tough it would take so much time right um but once you turn that corner i think it it's it would probably be very empowering i agree and like you know there's so much right now about body positivity and and um you know a lot of us what we what we construct as negative is something that we just say because we're so used to a certain beauty ideal or a certain type of body that we think is beautiful and so we're so quick to negate ourselves or like be negative towards what our own shape or size or figure or color or whatever is that like what are we doing right um we're we're, every everybody in this world is beautiful in their their own way and like i look at it as like i don't know i guess i would need like a little bit of that external validation maybe that's just me but um and it if you are that person here here's my take if you have a partner they're probably your number one biggest fan in how you look. I, I hope they are anyways. Um, and and, and it, it doesn't even have to be a nude. It can be you just like putting on an outfit and being like, I thought I looked really good today. And they're going to be like, fuck yeah, you do. <laughs> right? right? Like I think I, we don't have to jump all the way to the nudes here, right? Like put on your cute girl outfit, your whatever the version of cute girl outfit is for a dude <laughs> gray sweatpants or something but yeah totally you know, the gray sweats. like i i think just like getting that out there feeling a little bit of external validation from that person and if you don't have a partner from you know your best friend your from, friends right uh, yeah. i can't tell you how many like little fits my girlfriends and i send each other right like 
you know, maybe someone's going out on date night and they're just like, oh, hey, like, you know, is this cute or should I try this or should I try that? And like, you know, and, and just to have people in your corner back and be like, oh, yeah, like that looks bomb or, you know, like. And I think that advice is definitely, well, I'll generalize here and say it's for the gals because it'll be a cold day in hell before <laughs> one of my buddies. Do you like my fit? Sends bro? me the fit check to be like, hey, I'm taking the wife out for dinner. So I don't want to so say the, my wife out for dinner. Um, you know, what do you think? Do you, do you like the, the blue suit? Do you like the gray suit? What do you think about like just jeans and I a mean, t-shirt? I mean, for the record, this is, we always like the gray suit. The gray, gray suit, gray sweatpants. <laughs> I've learned a lot in the last couple of weeks here about that. So um, that's fantastic. But I mean, why not, right? Send it to somebody. Or and, don't. Or, or don't, don't. And just or don't. do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Do that's, it for yourself. Uh, yeah. We'll wrap this up pretty quick, but I do want to say like um, – having started to do this in this current stage of my life, like I feel very empowered when I take a photo like that. Um, and even if it's just for me, like sometimes I'll like awesome. take a photo with the intent of sending to Jim and I'll look at it and I'll just be like, Oh F yeah, girl. Like you look good. And it gives me this. Like... I love everyone. I guess they all look good, <laughs> but it gives me this power that I don't know that I've ever actually like felt or experienced previously. So whether you're sending them or not. Um, yeah. And, and again, these don't have to be like full nudes. They don't mm -hmm. have to be, you know, like you can do it very tastefully. Um, Just that empowerment of yourself yeah. and like that, that self-worth is so important right now. And it's like, I mean, you, you can put it on social media and you're going to get, you might get a thousand likes yeah. and one person shitting on you. And most of us are going to focus on that one person shitting on you. And so like having it for yourself can be, you take out the booze, right? 100%. Not everybody likes the booze. So most people don't. So just you, just me, just me. <laughs> if you, I ever put you, a fit check out there, you and Gary I, want, I just want to get roasted. So maybe, maybe we'll do that on your Insta one of these days Let's. is we're going to do Jim's fit check and y'all, and I don't want any, any positive comments. I just want you to shit talk me. That will just right. pump my tires too much. Neg negative comments only. <laughs> All the negatives. Yeah, we'll do that. Oh, Noted. It's psychotic, but I love it. <laughs> Okay, let's go on to our second confession here. We could talk about sending nudes all day, I'm pretty sure. Okay, this one goes, uh, I'm a female and never used any, uh, any toys uh, for myself or with my partner. Mm. My partner travels a lot for work and I'm interested to start solo. Should I ask my partner before? Do they need to know how do I get started? this is super intimidating. I'm so intimidated, but like, so there's a, lo a lot to unpack there, but like just start at the top here. Toys. Yes. No. Where do you stand on that? <laughs> Toys are a yes for me, for sure. Okay. Uh, partner travels a lot. I mean, great to start solo. I think with that, we talked a little bit in previous ones here about you know, introducing toys and stuff like that, or at least we've talked about it. Um, should I ask my partner? Um, funny, when I first read this question, I was like, yeah, you should ask your partner. And then I took a step back and I'm like, no, wait, 
you're not asking your partner. You're telling your partner Fucking a. that you're going to do this, right? You're not asking your partner for permission to own your sexuality. No, sorry. Sorry, girlfriend. You're telling him. Um, I Ooh, this is heavy because like I know there's a lot of males at least males that I've spoken to that um, toys are intimidating to them more than they are to this girl that's just like I want to try but I'm nervous about trying um, it, it can sound and feel a little bit like competition that's exactly but I what... think with the right conversation it 100% is not yeah yeah like I've heard a lot of men being like well I'm being replaced or am I not good enough and this is why you want toys or whatever um let's back up and for this chick like i think like she wants toys for her solo experience yeah the gal like he's out at work or like traveling for work and the gal wants to start solo like i'm gonna generalize all dudes speaking only from experience but like if he's traveling a lot for work you don't think he's getting his rocks off too (laughs) right so you should too and like if a if a toy does that for you or not a toy, I I think it's, I mean it's all about doing what makes you happy here. I agree. And if it's your your partner, your husband, I think you just said partner, but I'm gonna just assume husband here. But um, like he should be all about that. Yeah. I would hope, anyways, right? Like an understanding that you're empowering yourself. And it's probably going to lead to, I mean, you just, I'm going to speak for way out of my breath here. So Jess can tell me I'm absolutely full of shit. Oh God, I'm scared, guys. I'm going to, I'm going to take a stab here that anyone who wants to do that for themselves, especially when their husband is away, they start thinking about sex more and it's probably going to create some better relationship than when they're back. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. Or even just good communication while they're gone, right? Like, hey, like I just did this and and I was thinking about you while I did that. And, you know, and then all of a sudden now the other partner is excited and they get to do that on their own. But you're still, you know, potentially thinking about each other while you're doing Yeah, he's going to come back acts. from Fort McMurray. Yeah. <laughs> right? And just absolutely That's yeah. such a Berta thing. But I agree. Like, I think like whenever I think about uh, husbands or, or partners working away, like I immediately go to like, you know, somebody working shifts or whatever those are called or rotations, right? Where I'm like, yeah, like they are going to, let's say Fort Mac. Um, they're in Fort Mac with 95% men and, you know, 5% girls. And they're going to come home and know that you were like thinking of them while you were pleasuring yourself. Like I, I do think that that's, there's a lot of like, it's super, super sexy. sexy. Thoughts. Yeah. It's super sexy. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I I fully agree. Like, should I ask? No, you're gonna should, tell. Should you tell them? Yeah. Also, and... also, you don't have to though, right? Like, if you're yeah. if you, if you're at the spot where you think that he maybe isn't going to be um, open to that, then maybe you don't, babe. Like, maybe you know, um, maybe you just do that for a bit on your own, and you explore that, and you determine whether or not you like that or not. And if you do like it then maybe you open the door to him and be like, hey, by the way, I've been doing this. Um, I, I think there is a, a portion of that, as you say that, that made a lot of sense. Where like, tell him if you're comfortable. Yeah. And if you're not, I mean, I think there is still an element, especially of that, that if you want to keep that private to yourself, 
I don't think there's anything wrong that with that. too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Any of us who, anyone out there who gets their rocks off, they're not immediately texting their partner to be like, guess what I just did. Right? That, that is kind of private things that you do for yourself. So yeah. I don't think you need to share that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. But certainly asking, I think, is the wrong way to go about it. And he could be the most loving, wonderful human and be like, of course, like fully supportive. And conversely, he could say but, no. And then, and then, and then what, what are you, you going to do? Right. Yeah. Right. And if this is on your mind already that you're, you want to explore this, like, it's not like you're saying like, Hey, I want to go get with someone else while you're away. Right. Like this is still solo play, let's call it. And so therefore, like, I don't think you need to ask him if you don't want to, I do think it's appropriate to tell him, but only what's right for your relationship or only when it's right for your relationship. Um, I do want to say like, there's one part of that confession where she says, uh, how do you start this? Or I'm intimidated or whatever. And uh, (laughs) I was going to go personal, but I'm not, I decided to take that back, but just know you can buy this stuff online now. So like, you don't have to, you know, if you're intimidated per se, like you don't have to go to a store. You don't have to see people. You don't have to do whatever. Like number one seller of of sex toys is Amazon. (laughs) Right. And, or like I fall, I listened to this amazing pod and I have, okay. I have purchased things. I have not purchased from this site. Um, but anyway, I, I listened to this awesome pod and it's called, uh, what is it called? I told you earlier, and I just I dropped know. it. Hold on. Girls. Something. Girls got girls got to eat. There so you. it's this these two girls. They're like similar in in uh, our age. Anyway, as part of their pod and as part of their thing, like they started their own vibrator company, um, and I think it's called Just Vibes. I'd have to look into that. Um, but anyway, they're always promoting it on their pod, and uh, yeah, Girls Got to Eat is what it's called. Um, and yeah, it's all online. So like, don't be intimidated. Find something. Honestly, find something small to start. Like, I mean, and by small, I mean, like, not in size, but, like, a little, like, bullet vibrator or something that will just help you enhance your own experience and just go for it. I love these kind of, like, discussions because I think it's, I it is female empowerment, I feel like, right? It is. It is. And I think it's becoming more mainstream, I'm going to call it, and that's the wrong word, but, like, we need more of this, right? Because guys don't give a fuck. We, we do what we do and we don't apologize for it, right? That's and so this true. feels like almost a little apologetic for it. And there should be no asking permission, checking things. Like, girl, do what you want to do when it comes to this and don't feel sorry for it. I get it. Like, it can be intimidating to start. I, I mean, I've only been into a sex store one or two times that that shit's intimidating. Right. So like the Amazon thing would be a great way to start, but like, I don't know if you have a girlfriend that, you know, could take you to a sex store. Cause I, again, I don't, I mean, I don't own any vibrators, so I don't really know how <laughs> that goes to purchase one, but like, I, I assume it's relatively easy to figure out how to work, but like maybe, <laughs> maybe like, going with a friend to the store and like getting some advice might take some of that sort of intimidation out of it because that make it like a fun girls night like go for a couple drinks first kind of like lower your like 
inhibitions. anxiety or inhibition yeah. around it, right? And then go. And then like And then if it sucks and it's not your thing, you can ha- kind of have a giggle about it. 100%. But like or you'll you'll take some knowledge away. Maybe you're not willing in that moment to be like, "Oh, well, right in front of my friend, I want to order the like I'm just going to go to extremes, but like, the you know, biggest, the hugest. biggest whatever, like yeah. which That's your thing. Do it. We're not here to judge at <laughs> all. Totally. And actually, if that empowers you, go, go get the it. biggest, hugest, <laughs> dual, whatever. Okay, okay we're getting too, <laughs> this is too much. But like, maybe you learn some knowledge in the store and maybe then you go home and order it, right? Like, um, take the fear away. At, but I get it. I, I get it. Like five years ago, I would have been you. I am not you anymore, but I certainly would have been you. And so I, I understand where you are. And um, if I could say anything to myself five years ago, I would say like, girl, just own it, right? Be, own your sexuality. Um, yeah, just go for it. There's no better way to end it than just go for it. So <laughs> just go for it, babe. Yeah, you, you get the last word 100% there. Yes. Let's, uh, why don't we move on to our next one here? Okay. This one we've talked a little bit about and it's a, it's a little tricky. There's a lot going on here. We're not going to have an answer, but I think, I think the discussion is kind of interesting. And this one just says thoughts on power dynamics in relationships, money, division of labor, and who works harder at work. This one like, is loaded. There's so much here, and I feel like there's a lot to unpack. In every relationship, I think there's all these things. So, division of labor. I don't even know where to begin on this one, to be tr- like really honest with you. Um, well, okay. Can we make some assumptions around like... I think we have to. Because otherwise it's too broad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pa- paint a story for us, Jess. Of like how how the when I say that what forms in your mind and then I think we can kind of talk that out. Okay, read it to me one more time and then I will. Okay, thoughts on power dynamics in relationships, money, division of labor, uh, labor, and who works harder. Mm, okay, so my like my brain immediately goes to, and I hope this isn't incorrect, but my brain immediately goes to uh, male working outside of the house and making money. For the home and female probably staying home and and rearing kids um and that's where this big broad uh definition comes between a both money and division of labor i think that's a fair assumption here that probably a lot of people are in general dealing with so so let's make that assumption and go with it okay. so like that power dynamic as it relates to money and and we also kind of got to define power dynamic here too, right? Like, uh, right. That it means a lot, right? And I know this is like a heavier, difficult thing to unpack, but when we saw this come through, we're like, we don't have the answer here at all. But we wanted to talk about it because I think there's a lot of tricky issues here. Of you know, there can be a lot of relationships where the person who makes more money feels like they have more power in terms of saying like, we're going to do this. You're going to do that. Yeah. And I'm going to say immediately, I don't think that's correct or that's right. Which by the way, I love you for that, but yeah. Yeah. I agree. So how, how do you handle that? I guess. Let's say it is imbalanced. 
Okay, yeah. We're we're gonna say it's imbalanced for sure. Um oh, my brain, honestly, guys, my brain is going like a million places at once. Um, we have talked about this, but we haven't like narrowed it down in such a way. And so I'm kind of like part of me is drawing on on personal experiences. Um and I'm trying not to let that impact my response. Um, so why, why don't we just start with division of labor here? Because, sorry, there's some terrific things going on outside. If, I, <laughs> if we have time at the end, I'm going to paint you a word picture of what's going on out here. But, um, okay, so like division of labor. Let's use okay, your let's example, start, right? Yeah. Let's start there instead of the, instead of the finance. So, part. yeah, so. You know, dad is at work all day. Yep. Mom is at home with the kids. Yeah. You know, looking after the kids. Dad comes home, and then there's a bunch of laborious things to do at night. You know, cooking dinner, cleaning up the house, or tidying up the house. Not even just clean, but tidying up the house. You know, after the kids go to bed, all looking after the kids while that's going on. Like that power dynamic. How should that be divided? All right. I said I wasn't going to go personal, but I'm going personal. So for me, uh, and in my past life, and when I had um, my little, who is the best thing to ever happen to me, but uh, we set ourselves up in such a way that, you know, he went out to make money for the house. So um, he went to his day-to-day job. He worked hard for us. He did all the things to provide income for the house. Um, and I made sure, especially when I was on maternity leave, that I picked up all of the slack at home. And, and the slack being the division of labor, such that, you know, did the grocery shopping, did the cleaning, did the cooking, did the all nights every night with the baby, like did all the things. Um, and that worked for us. I'm not saying that's going to work for everybody, but it... Um, that was our story. And, and I thought that that was a fair division of labor at the time, right? Like he had to be up early and go to do meetings and whatever. And so therefore he got to have a peaceful sleep, let's say, or he didn't have to worry about whether there was groceries or whether the house was dirty or whatever. Um, I will say that changed though. Like when I went back to work, um, And I thought that, you know, if I'm also working, I thought I expected him to also put something back into the home. Um, And then our division of labor changed in that stage of our relationship. So, like, I think this question, it's very uh, unique to each individual situation. And I think I think at the root of all of this is communication between the two parties. Right. And so, like we had a, uh, me and my ex had a lot of talks about, you know, this is how we're going to run this. And and we both agreed on that. And it it worked really well for us. Um, Aside from the fact that I was actually just really jealous that he got to go to work. And that's a whole other like story. Um, But I think what's, you know, division of labor, especially, you know, sort of stay at home and work dynamic, to me, they're both, you know, if if one of the partners, whether it's male or female, it doesn't matter, goes to work at, you know, probably leaves around 
let's call it 7 a.m. Yeah, or earlier, and, right? Or like, earlier. 6, 6.30. Right? And gets home at 6, 6.30. 6, 30, yep. You both have full 12-hour fucking jobs. Yeah. And, I, like, I look at it for myself. Like, it would be way more taxing on me mentally to be at home oh, five days yeah. a week for 12 hours. Yeah. Because that, because also, like, it's kind of that work from home dynamic to me, right? Like I struggled to work from home during COVID because your workplace never leaves. Never. And if you're a stay-at-home mom, yeah. your work effectively never leaves because the kids are still up at 6 p.m. They're still doing their thing. Like you never get out of your workspace, right? I so do like, have to say that. Like I don't mean to cut you off there, but like um, – and this is probably – I know it's not just exclusive to me. It's exclusive to like other women as well. But like for me, my corporate job and I work a good corporate job. My corporate job is and has always been easier than my maternity leave. And I will say that and I will tell all everybody forever. I will scream that from the rooftops like maternity leave and being at home with the kids all day every day for me was very difficult. The hardest fucking job in the world. Yeah is a stay-at-home uh, parent. I So I shout out to anyone and everyone who does that. Yeah. I have all the respect in the world for you. Yeah. That is the hardest fucking job. It's so hard. So like when I, th- when I think of like division of labor, you come home from a job and you're, you know, you still do have another job because you have kids, you have things to do. You get a reset of what that is. Absolutely. You know, I take it to the corporate world. You get to switch from project A to project B. It's fresh. It's new. It's a little different, right? That generally gets something going in our brain that should be a little bit better to pick that up. When you're at home all the time, so hard to do. That is a fucking hard job. And all the people who stay at home with the kids deserve the biggest fucking shout out in the world to me. That is, and the kids benefit so much from that. Oh, I yes. get it. You are it's, all superheroes, legit. Like, it's fucking crazy. They are yeah. superheroes. That's the best way to put it, Jess. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes I feel a little guilty that I didn't or don't do that, um, but then I also know that for me, I I need something more, and and something more can mean something different for everybody. And so I'm not saying like more is. I'm it, gives, not, it gives you that reset to be does. an incredible mom when it, you're oh, home, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you are an incredible mom. <laughs> Thank you. So. Thank you. But that, yeah, like, so a division of labor, which I think we're focusing on here. We've had a lot of conversations about this too, where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, y- you come back and you talk about where are you at mentally, right? Are you at a hundred? Are you at 10% in terms of, you know, your capabilities, right? Yes. And as a, as a partnership, you know, you're not always going to be a hundred. Sometimes one of you is going to be 50%. One of you is going to be 10%. And that 50% should be able to take up more of the labor to help out that person with 10%. Yeah. And sometimes you both are at zero and you just got to be like, fuck, we're going to soldier through this together. Right. This goes back to like kind of our first pod where we were like open and honest. Right. And like, yeah. you need to be open and honest enough with your partner. Um, that you can come home, let's say in that kind of example, and just be like, hey, babe, like, how was your day? Oh, it fucking sucked. How was your day? Oh, it sucked too. Okay, like, where are you at out of 100, right? And you're like, I'm at a 70. 
And I'll be like, great, I'm at an 80, so I can pull 10 more than you. Or it goes, like you just said, I'm a 20 and I'm I'm a 90. Um, and it's like, you get in the bath, I got the kids. <laughs> right. And like, you just like, you you get your, you know, your revitalization, yeah. like come back to being who you are. Yeah. And it, it's the tug of war, right? Like, you're never 50-50. That, that rope's never in the middle. But if you go back and forth. Yeah. Um, it, with division of labor and all that kind of stuff, I think you can create a very healthy relationship out of that. I because think you can too. You're never, one person's never always going to be that, and someone always needs a break, or or not always. I should say sometimes someone needs a break. Sometimes you you're both like, yeah, we're both eighty. Let's let's do this let's together go. and yeah. whatever, yeah. right? And that's where I want to go back on the open and honest part, though, because, like, I don't want it to be such that you come home and your partner's like, you always ask them. And they're like, I'm a 70. And you're like, well, I'm going to, oh, I'm a 60 now. So that means I get to go have my, like, have my chill time or whatever. And, and you got you got to do this. Like, I want that, like, if you're going to uh, embody this in your relationship, like, I want you to be truly honest and be like, you know what? I'm actually at a 23, right? Like, right and your partner's like well I'm a 25 and you're just like ah like let's go at this together like I guess just coming at it realistically and honestly right like try and share the load as much as you can yeah right and and be aware when your partner like I think it's pretty obvious to a lot of people like you can see it on your partner's face or their demeanor or how they carry themselves whether or not they're in a good space or they're you know, they're coming home from a real tough you're giving day. You're giving us men a lot more credit than I think we deserve. Sometimes <laughs> we're real thick-headed and need that, like, honestly, I'm a 23. I'm a 60-whatever, right? Like, um, <laughs> I hope you're at a 69. I was going to say that. But, I was like, ah. but um, it, like, it, it's just... If you're, I think that was perfect, Jess. Like, if you're open and honest about where you're at yourself, yeah, just not, don't, don't not try just, and trump your partner. Like. Well, not just is that healthy to your partner, yeah. healthy to yourself to look in the mirror and be like, I'm feeling good today. Let's go. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm not feeling good today. I need to Netflix and chill by myself. I need to read a book. I need yeah. to jump in the bath. I need to just like get a, go for a walk, whatever that like resetting thing is for you because if you do that too often and take advantage of it that relationship's going to suffer agree and i think in a lot of healthy relationships you would almost want to like inflate that and be a part of the battle versus giving that battle to the other person i agree entirely yeah and the money aspect honestly in this I, i think is so difficult to cover uh Whoever submitted this, if you want to give us a little bit more information, we love that where you've been getting a little bit of follow-up here on some of the things we've talked about. I absolutely love that. Um, if you want to give us a little bit more so that we could discuss this more, if you like what now, we're saying, I would love to get into this more because I think there's so much that every relationship is going through because everyone has some sort of conflict or discussion about money, You know, who's doing what, please provide us some more so we can kind of get into this a little bit more. Cause I, I think it's so important. I will put a closing statement on that. And like, I will say though, like bringing money home is not 
a power move. Like it, it, it is, but it's not. So that's all I want to say on the money part is just like, don't equate money with uh, power. Power. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. So I'm going to leave it there. Just don't do it. I, I mean, our discussion is like, you're it, again, assuming you're taking care of the kids or if you are working. Yeah. And yeah, bring so you're home working less and money, you're bringing home less. It, it yeah. is not. It's not minimized. indicative of it's what you're doing. Fuck that. Overall, yeah. in, the, in the whole relationship and the whole dynamics of. If you're, your if you're at home taking care of the kids, you should have more fucking power. Right. I'm sorry, that was the hardest fucking job in this world. Hundred <laughs> percent. Gonna say that. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break from that intense confession. That was really intense for me, by the way. I I don't know. My head was going. Same. Crazy on that. Hopefully anyone else kind of like felt something in that relationship that they can, or in their relationship where they can have a conversation about it. But we need to switch gears here and, and get off of that. So we're going to do my absolute favorite part of this show. <laughs> Guys, I know I say this every time, but these honestly make me so nervous because I don't know what's being thrown at me here. <laughs> like She tried to look today yeah. as I'm typing them out. And I would not let her look at the questions. I might post an image of this, but like, oh. if you could see me right now, like fists are clenched, like she is nervous. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> this is our Jessen off oh. in two minutes or less. Here we go. But, but I don't know what the fuck just happened there. Someone just opened our door. Um, okay. We recognize we're terrible at keeping this to two minutes. I'm going to start call, stop calling this Jessen off in two minutes or less and just call it Jessen off. Because sometimes it takes more than two minutes yeah, I to just off. To just off, sometimes it takes a long time. But we're guys. still going to do 10 <laughs> questions. Okay. <gasps> Ready for number one? No, but yes. Okay. What is the right pube configuration <laughs> on a guy? <laughs> As she chokes. Configuration? Like, how, what should a guy's pubes look like? <laughs> Full grown letter fuck, down to the wood. What, what should that configuration be? What's the right word? Situation, maybe? Situation. What's the right pube situation for a dude? <laughs> Let me get my wits about me. Please hold. Um, oh my God. First of all, I can't believe you came out of this so hot. Like, good Lord. Um kept is my answer so that can be different for everybody um i i don't want full full action full it's still called a bush if it's like on a man i think so what else would it be called i call it jungle fever but that's (laughs) definitely not right okay no for me personally no full jungle fever that's a little too wild um just just clean tidy that's a good answer. I like that. Okay. Question two. Yeah. I was going to do a fuck, Mary kill here, but then I, I know, I knew it was going to be a, but it was going to be fuck, fuck and something else. So we're just going to make this simple. Which Ryan do you think is better in bed? Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? Oh, Reynolds. That's it. Come on. Oh, come on. Are you, you think Gosling? And Why? Okay, so my I just would have assumed all the gals think that Gosling is better looking. Although Ryan Reynolds is what? Ryan, 
No. Okay, you're gonna have to do a poll on your Insta then. I will. Ryan or Ryan. Oh but. yeah, I'm curious now too about that because for me, like, they're both attractive. Um, I think Gosling got pumped up hard because of the notebook. But do you see the way that Reynolds looks at Blake Lively? Because like, hello, sir. I, I, I like to think that me and Ryan Reynolds are brothers from another mother. <laughs> well, then maybe that's like, why I like Reynolds. He's, but... he's pretty funny. You know, he's he, I, I'm probably a little more shredded than him. I'm just <laughs> kidding, obviously. But uh, that dude's funny as fuck. He's funny. His relationship he's smart. with Blake Lively is his the relationship best. with Blake is unreal. He's a huge Canada pro Canada human. Like, I actually think Gosling would be boring in bed. He seems like he has a zero personality. That's not what you said at the start of this. I know, but like, I'm so okay. That's what I think. I just would have expected all the gals to go to Gosling. Okay, but uh, again, why though? Just because of the notebook or like... Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that movie is like... It is a great movie. Yeah. Fun fact, I love love those movies. (laughs) Don't tell anybody, guys. Yeah, now it's out there to the world, babe. I thought that was our secret. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Number three. T-Swizzle and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, Is it going to work out? I ho- I hope so. Uh, I'm a big. Are they gonna get married? I think a lot of this is for show, um, and they both love it and all of that. But also, like, I want it to work out so bad. Like, I thought you were gonna say it's real because you love love. I do love love, <laughs> but it just like they're both like pure entertainers, though, right? Fair. He he is. And he she is, is the queen. Right? Like you don't know this because you're, you know, not a not a girly that follows T Swizz, no. but like everything she does is so calculated, um, and for years. So like, I'm a little nervous that she's just like masterminding all of this. As and by the way, that's a Taylor Swift song, guys. Mastermind. Um, I'm I'm afraid they're masterminding it together, but I want it to work out so bad because I actually love them so much. Okay, so next question then is if it doesn't work out, how? fire will that breakup song be <laughs> hopefully better than all of her previous breakup songs <laughs> like she's gonna win every grammy out there right? probably she'll win an oscar for the fucking music video i would think right <laughs> it has to be longer than 10 minutes if you know you know <laughs> sorry my mind went somewhere else there so okay <laughs> uh car sex or shower sex which is better Ooh. She's wavering here, guys. Her brain's going in all the in all the places. They both have a place. One answer, not acceptable. Uh, you got to pick one. Car sex outside of Mercado, Kieran Calgary. Oh, great answer. <laughs> great answer. Is cancel culture getting out of control? Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Yes, that's it. Yes. Okay. Capital Y E S. Okay. My second favorite question of, of, of these 10 is right now. The Met Gala came out with their theme this year, Sleeping Beauties. Love. Is the Met Gala overrated? Never. Not why? a chance. T- tell us more a little bit about why. Mm. Because it's like the biggest night in fashion, first of all. Um, second, because everybody brings their A game. It's the best. Third, because it raises a ton of money for the New York, New York what? Museum, the museum. 
natural history or something no it's like natural history or something i don't know but like i don't know okay fun fact and i uh grew up with a girl and love her so much she'll know who she is if she listens to this um she did an internship in new york making costumes yeah and i still like i remember her doing this and this is when we were quite young this is a while ago and i just remember thinking that was the coolest freaking job in the whole wide world right like you are doing like i'm gonna go back and i'm just gonna say like there's something so powerful about still supporting the arts and i think that a hundred percent this world misses out on the beauty that the arts brings i'm the least artistic person (laughs) out there yeah and i fucking love it right? right like it's take me take me to the ballet take me to a musical i love that shit like I, the book of mormon is by far the <laughs> funniest best you know, oh that's good timing i hope you guys can Hopefully hear that you can hear that the sirens behind us here but that's um, actually perfect timing. Anyway, book of mormon is it's a 10 out of 10 musical i'm a big matt stone trey parker fan but like the arts take that further the ballet i've gone to a ton of ballets that shit is entertaining. It is, and it's more, it's entertaining though because like the people that are performing are like, they're so wonderful at their craft, and I think that we miss a lot of that now. Like, there's everything is so quick to uh, be out there in the world. Like, it's not like these people take years to hone their dance, their singing, their costume design, their it's no choreography, from- like an NHL player, an NFL player. I agree. They spend their entire life dedicated to this yeah. and they're the best of the best. I agree. I it's agree entirely. Awesome. So I love that the Met Gala like um reinvigorates or resupports that side of the world. And I think New York the world is the wrong word to say that, but like in New York of all places. The other sneaky thing I like about the Met Gala, and I'm just gonna say it's like it's invite only. So you have to be the best of the best celeb and you have to come in like dressed to the nines. If I had a bucket list. Okay. So for those that don't know me, I love fashion. It's a very strange thing, but, and and female fashion, especially just, I find it super cool. There's endless opportunities and ideas. It's super cool. Um, But yeah, like, Everything about it is just fascinating to me. And like the creativity that they put uh, into it right? is so cool. Um, you know, I think of like when Kanye went with Kim. Yeah. And they like had the full black covering over every all of them. Like I just thought that was so cool. And then I don't know, I'll pull Kim again. I'm a <laughs> bit of a fan of hers. But then she wore the Marilyn Monroe dress. Yeah. Which was crazy. Apparently she ruined it because her did. butt was too big. She but did. like like stuff like that. And like And I go back to my girl Blake. Like my girl oh. Blake Lively rocks the Met Gala every year. And nobody looks better in a tux than a guy like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, does he clean up good? He does. And then the way they look at each other. Oh, oh my goodness. It is, yeah. I love I, the Mike so. We're going to have to watch that on like E or whatever it's on this year. We have, I can't wait. Oh, it'd be so good. Yeah. I'm right into it. Yeah. Also, Sleeping Beauties. Okay, yeah, I went to comment on that. How good is that going to be? It's going to be unreal. It's going to be very magical. It's going to be very like majestic. It's going to be very princess vibes. Oh. Like, it's going to be. Prince Charming's on the dudes. Like, there's there should be like some blue Tux- oh, tuxes. Like, yes. light baby blue tux that are long. Almost like uh tuck and tails yeah or what's it called like the long uh 
morning coat that they wear over overseas across on there. I like, don't know what it's called, but it's gonna be so uh, sexy on both sides. Like, uh, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it too. Okay, massive switch gears for number eight. It's the number one celebrity you want to have sex with. <laughs> this is gonna rock your socks. Um, and I don't know if this is fresh in the brain because of something that happened recently, but uh, I'm going with People Magazine on this one. And it's actually Patrick Dempsey. I can't hate that. He's a stud. <laughs> I, that, I, I mean, I don't know how old he is. He probably falls within that band that you said. I think of, he's like, older. Than, I think he's older but... than my band. Oh, yeah. But is that it, is man, this, is, does this go back to like, did you watch Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, this goes back to my Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Like I was a huge Grey's Anatomy fan. Um, and that man is just like, he's dreamy. He's like, dreamy, he's dreamy also in his like personal life though, right? Like he like, he's a big F1 fan. He does a whole bunch of stuff that like, and you see him just talk about things he's passionate about. And like, that's so good. Yeah. McDreamy all the I, way. I don't know how else to describe him other than that. Like though. I had two thoughts. I, I ripped between him and, uh. And only in this role, but Cole Hauser, but only in the role of Rip Wheeler on, <laughs> on Yellowstone. So oh, he's, Rip. Oh, he's yeah. actually a ginge, which is not my jam, but like in in the role of like handsome cowboy, he's right up there too. I'm buying a cowboy hat now tomorrow too. <laughs> okay, so you know, I gotta got buy a, a gray to suit, buy. gray sweatpants, and now a cowboy hat. <laughs> Like I'm ready for the Met Gala. And Let's roses, go. And roses, remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, number nine. If NSYNC came to town, would you go? Yes. What if they came in town without JT? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be as, as awesome, but I would for sure still go. Okay. Yeah. I saw recently, uh, I don't even know if I can say his name properly, but Joey Fatone, Joey Fatone, however you say his name. Joey Fatone. Is it Fatone? Fatone. He uh, he just released, he got some new hair plugs, so I, I think he's getting ready to go on tour. Oh, he's getting all yeah, buckled out. Yeah. NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Oh, BSB all the way. Yeah. Duh. Top three concert I've ever been to. And when I tell the boys that, I have no shame <laughs> telling them that. Every dude listening to this, every girl listening to this who has a hubby, partner, boyfriend, whatever, <laughs> go tell them to go see the fucking Backstreet Boys. It is the most fun concert you'll ever go to it in is my unreal. it's you know every song so it's just karaoke but like and, and every every step they take every move they make <laughs> is it's so choreographed it's it's pure entertainment in the way a show should be <laughs> you're about to get so ripped after oh, this episode by the way bring it bring it Met on, Gala, bsb okay <laughs> <laughs> One last question, number 10. Life, kids, job, money, let's say none of that matters, right? It kind of just like disappears for, for a little while. What's the very first thing you do tomorrow? Book a plane ticket and to travel. Where? I, great question. I don't know. I think I'd actually like pull one of those stunts that you see on like Amazing Race or something where you just walk up and be like, here's my money. I want to take the next flight out to wherever. Like, um, yeah, to just like travel more. Just Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I could still make that super fun. But like, I mean, I would hope that it was somewhere a little bit more exquisite than that. But like, 
yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Hopefully you'd want to go like somewhere warmer, but <laughs> why are you, you can't handle the cold? I don't like the cold. I assume you're not taking me too. But <laughs> I would take you for sure. Oh good. Um okay, flip that on you. What would you do? Oh. Okay, I have I kind of thought about this. I'm scared. I think I I'm I'm going to say it. One thing I would do tomorrow if I could, I'd marry you. Excuse me folks while I cry. We're having just a bit of a moment in here, guys. But that's... Who are you right <laughs> now? You don't think I'm going to hop on a plane? I would. I would. I'd say yes, for the record. Wonderful. We got heavy there at the end, folks. Back to the confessions. Or do you need a minute? I need a minute, guys. <laughs> <laughs> grab a beer. I'm going to grab a beer. We are back. We're back, baby. Cheers. Okay. Confessions. Oh, sirens going off. Coming to arrest me. Okay. Yeah, they are. Okay, this one. This one's a little heavy, and I'm. I am going to paraphrase this one because we thought we might know the identity of the person so we just try and want to keep that a little bit hidden um just in case other people might as well and i think this one this kind of hits home for a lot of people i think including us but like it just uh, it, well from how i paraphrase it here is like i'm struggling in life relationship is hard worried about getting laid off from my job just i'm in this rut that i can't get out of and so I look at that and I'm just like, okay, this is what a lot of people are going through right now. And that's just like, I'm, I'm just going to call it mental health, not being at a hundred yeah. and maybe not even being at 50. Maybe yeah. it's at, you know, at, at, at my job, you know, we went through mental health training and we had this, like, are you in the green, yellow or, or red? Oh, interesting. And, and it was a great way to think about it. And, you know, we, we often joke that, you know, we should be living in the orange uh, until, you know, I, I had difficulties with, with mental health and no one should live in the orange. And I stopped fucking joking about that right away. Cause once you're actually there, it's fucking yeah. hard. And I yeah. think this person, I don't think they're in the red, but I think they're in the orange because it's stressful. If you think you're going to get laid off, it's stressful when your relationship is difficult. Um, it can be really tough. How, like, we all have our own ways of getting out of those ruts and I can, you know, I can speak for mine, but I think Jess, how, how do you get out of any rut that you're in? Mm, that's a good question. Um, and I will also say that like, you know, I've been uh, in a lot of my own mental health situations and challenges um, and getting out of a rut honestly can be one of the hardest things that you actually have ever have to do. Um, I think it depends on who's in your life and, and there's a whole lot of factors, but 
to break it down, like to be like very granular, um, I think the biggest, like most important thing is just like doing small things or looking for small things in your day that, that make you happy. So this is going to go two ways. And so give me a minute to get this out because I never know when I'm about to speak where, where things are going to go sometimes. But like, you know, for me, many, 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 many years ago, I was in a, a mental health spot and I did the, what was called the gratitude challenge. And so it was every day at the end of every single day, I would write down just like three things that I was grateful for. Um, and I now equate that to be the same as what I talked about last epi about um, glimmers right? and looking for glimmers in every day. Right. So that could be, you know, the sunsets we talked about last week or the, you know, my coffee was hot. You know, my pet loved me. My kid loved me, whatever. Um, just writing down things that you're grateful for and like appreciating the really small things in life, I think can really, um, quickly change your perspective on just what is in your world. Um, so that's one. And then the other side of that is like doing small things, like getting out of bed, making your bed once you're out of bed, getting your butt in the shower. Um, it's very easier, at least for me when I'm in a rut, like I find that I get very, um, recluse almost. And I like to talk to nobody, see nobody, stay in my dirty sweatpants, um, really hide from the world. And I know that that's the wrong way of handling that. It feels like it's the easy but it's thing easy. to do at the time. Absolutely. It's hard to tackle the world when... All these things are stressors. Absolutely. Um, but then when you catch yourself doing that small thing of making the bed, or I, I made a story about this the other day, like no, I didn't feel able to do my dishes. And then the next day I was able to do my dishes, right? Like um, just tackling very small, minute things. Um, tiny things of productivity will actually really boost you overall. Um I recognize those are small. I recognize that that's. Um... It has a huge effect though, right? Yeah. Like, um, you know, I'll, I'll share from my life. Like my therapist has shared very similar, like go, go accomplish something and it'll breed accomplishing the next thing. And when that happens, you will be focused on the good and not the bad. Yeah. Um, and, and that also, that, you know, that came also because similar, she said, write, write down accomplishments. And I, I couldn't do that. Like that just felt awkward for me to do. Um, maybe I'll just say this as well. Like anyone who's dealing with mental health, I strongly encourage you to get a therapist. I've had one for a long time. Yeah. I have no shame in saying it. Nobody should. It should actually be a badge of honor that you're willing to do it because everyone's dealing with some shit. Um, you know, and find the therapist that works for you. I've had six, seven, something like that, different therapists I've tried until this recent one that I have. And hopefully she's listening and I love you, <laughs> but, um, Shout out you. but, uh, yeah, like it, until you find the one that you connect with, um, it feels daunting for sure. But once you do, yeah, man, the mental health things get a lot easier. They oh, really yeah. do. And I, I mean, we can have any sort of ideas and tips here, but like if this is, as I say, if you're living in the orange or close to the red, 
Um, talk to a therapist, please. If you need suggestions on who to talk to, reach out to Jess. Um, we're happy to provide Agree. And like, who don't we can let, think of. But I know, I know uh, monetary restrictions sometimes um, put up a bit of a, a limit when it comes to looking for therapy, but there are a lot of free um, options out there. Um, they can be sometimes harder to get into from what I've heard, but, but they are there. And, and I truly believe that speaking to a professional, sometimes they can give you just the smallest piece of advice that will just completely change how you think about something. And, um, look, we, we are a community here. Yeah. I like to think that we're trying to create a community. Yeah. If, if you're worried about the cost, we'll crowdsource it. We'll fuck. I'll pay for your first session because <laughs> that is how powerful therapy I agree is entirely I, like yeah if you'll you, do one if in, you truly can... need help reach out to me um yeah yeah just just do that okay and and know that and i've always said that like i've always said that my inbox or whatever is always open to that kind of stuff but like legitimately like please know that us and others are here to support you but legit reach out to me if you do need yeah, help we, because... we've both been through some shit in our yeah. lives and I, I think we both know the power of having professional help and like we can sit here ourselves and you know talk about the things that have helped us you know for for Jess it's the little things for me it was um you know finding my happy place yeah and getting that time to have a mental reset and for me that's the golf course I was just gonna say so the golf course absolutely right (laughs) like that is you know that or the ski hill are my two happy yeah, places, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, I'm out there. I'm. I can't be thinking about work, or I'm not. I probably should be, but I'm not. And um, you know, I, I just get to a kind of escape and that mental reset for me. Maybe I didn't accomplish anything, but um, allows me to come back so reset. Stop! You've accomplished so much. You've championed where your brain was at, and you've reset it. Yeah. Like you've accomplished everything out there. Right? We're, we're so quick Great to point. to put accomplishments down to I made my bed or I I did something strong at work today or I had 12 meetings or I did whatever. Are you kidding? There's so much more to that than, than the things that we traditionally yeah. um, treat as accomplishments or think of as accomplishments. Yeah. So, and Look, I, I know you, you obviously quickly spoke highly of that, as did my therapist, and, and she's a huge supporter of me you know, getting my mental reset yeah. times. And when she encourages that, you know, it, it, it does mean the world to me. So, um, very important things, whatever that is, maybe it's taking a walk around the block, yep. going to the gym. Uh, you know, everyone has their own thing, gardening. I don't know, cutting the grass. Like there's an I infinite number of things. Fi- find your thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, it can be, yeah, I mean, if it's cutting like, grass, then you're you're doing too. You're accomplishing right? something and you're getting a mental reset. It can be anything. Holy it can cow. be like for me, it's the bath, like having a quiet yeah. bath to myself. It could be, you know, for some of our artsy people, it can be crocheting something or cooking something or painting. Oh, you know, who knows? It can be anything, but whatever gives you that that reset and that mental um, awareness and like removal from whatever it is that's causing you angst, like do find more of that and, and do, it. do it and don't don't ever be ashamed of whatever that is we don't have all the answers here on something like this but anyone who 
doesn't know who to reach out to, reach out to Jess, reach out to me. Uh, we don't have all the answers, but we can try and help because we yeah. love this community that that y'all have built. I know I'm a, a very late entrant into it, but um, this is I, my community, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. The community that you and and everyone has built with, you know, sharing personal lives and and feelings and stuff is so powerful. Um, it would be really inauthentic of us yes. to not try and help. So if anyone's out there and feels like they need some help in any way, we'll try and help. Absolutely. I don't know what that means, but we're not going to ignore it because mental health is the most important thing in, in life. I agree. So wholeheartedly. And I will like, just say like on a closing note, like um, I do have, I have had followers that, and, and I, I say followers, you're, y'all are really my friends, but like, um, I have had people that I don't know in real life reach out and I have formed a relationship with people and I've helped them do get through certain things. Um, and so I, we're not just, I'm not just saying this to say it, or we're not saying it to say it like this is legit. So, um, if you are legit struggling again, please do reach out. And that's that. Perfectly said. Yeah. Last confession for the today. <laughs> okay. Uh, I giggle at this one. I probably shouldn't, but I really do. <laughs> I met my friend's new boyfriend for the first time. We matched on Tinder a month before they started dating. And we've shared racy photos. No. Uh... Should I tell her? Okay, <sighs> so. I, I hope they gave a wink to each other. Like, uh, hey, what's right? up? Like, yeah, we so didn't get any contact so there. Like, you've met. So obviously you've you've seen that human in real life. Give a little glance to the pants or something. Just like, oh hey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> glance to the pants. First of all, like these again, these man sayings. Um, <laughs> Jesus, uh, right? What would you tell her? I guess it depends on the photos. I go back and forth. So like, okay, so per usual, I go back and forth. Um, if you sent a racy photo or two and then y'all were like, no, nah, I'm not into you. I don't think I would tell my friend. Does it really matter? Like he's single, she was single, like just cause it, like he probably got all, she probably got all the stock dick pics that he has or whatever. Like, I'm sure because those like, apps are by the way, so gross. Like I remember and not that's, to take that's away where from Jason this. Kelsey met. Sorry, we just finished the Kelsey <laughs> Wait, documentary. That's you're where Jason right. We Kelsey did find that out. His wife. Yes. Love is love. Don't Tinder. Don't, don't hate on the Tinder. It created okay, love. I mean, fair, but like my experience on those apps was just like this is yeah. like disgusting. Like, I signed up as a newly single female, and I was bored. It was around Christmas time, two years ago. Ho ho ho. And <laughs> I remember just like <laughs> you're such a weasel I remember just like on my couch and I was bored I had a lot of time off work and I'm like newly single and I'm like all right like I guess I guess I'm gonna dive in head first and I'm gonna sign up for these apps and I'll never forget signing up for the first one and being like what am I doing and I'm I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the apps but I just remember my own personal experience I was like here we go and so I did it and I was at home alone and I was drinking wine 
and my Christmas tree was on and like the whole vibe at my home was like so beautiful. But I'm like, here we go. And all of a sudden I got inundated with like people that were like immediately interested. And then like the days that followed, I got so many tips. And like I'm like, is this what this is? Because I don't actually like I don't want to see this. Like so many unsolicited dick pics. Yeah. It was yucky. It was <laughs> so, so gross. And I'm like, oh my God, like, am I now entering this world of just like this? Anyway, I slowly like weeded out some of those people and, and I did have some good dates with people and whatever, but like it's just like holy smokes. So um for this girl, like maybe that was just her like she was new to it and she just got unsolicited dick pics and so like the dick pics were nothing or her and this this dude that is now her new friend or her friend's new boyfriend maybe they had more of a intense conversations and they got to know each other a little bit more and um she i guess I'm putting it back to a, a friend of mine that's single and like if it was her and I and she was like, hey, I want you to meet this guy, I would tell her. I would. I wouldn't. No? No. <laughs> like, there's no benefit of maybe she felt that she was the only one to get the like special D-picks that she wanted or like, I don't know, like you didn't create any relationship with this person. Who fucking cares? agree but then what if like three six nine months down the road he says to her oh by the way you can just be like oh i didn't even remember that guy <laughs> well that's true because you, well, I mean, you I, do get look, a lot of d's okay here's the problem i just caught myself in something though jess i always preach open and honest yeah and literally what i just said is the Was exact not. opposite Ooh, of that sweet. so i gotta catch myself yeah. and be like my first reaction is no. Yeah. So maybe it's just like, if you get kind of called out for it, it's like, yeah, we did. I just didn't think anything of it. I don't know. Like, I think I would tell. I think maybe you do. And just demi- like, you want to diminish like, hey, it. What if that's way, the real like, thing? Hey, by the way, like really glad you've met person X. Um, I also found them very funny. We shared a couple messages i did see a d-pick enjoy it girl go get it yeah then you can pump her up a little bit be like right it's a good d to go get or it's not and i'd be like girl back away back away. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just being a brat now but um i think i would have to say something and and honestly like talking about my one friend like when her and i were on the apps together like we would joke and i'd be like you know what i didn't really like this guy but he would be perfect for you oh I know that's crazy, but I'd be like, you should try and like match with this guy. And so I think as girls, we do have our own little like girl tribe or girl code or whatever. Where like, yeah, I think I would have okay, to flip, say flip the script. And if it was like a buddy who brought a girlfriend around, like this new girlfriend, yeah, and like she had sent me some nudes, zero oh. chance I'm telling my buddy, zero chance. Yeah, boys are different that right day. like sure guys talk about crude stuff but, but like we don't get for the m- most part and i certainly aren't a part of these conversations we don't get personal about it right we don't talk about our wives and our girlfriends and stuff yeah it's just like 
relatively pretty generic crude talk, right? So um, I think that would be difficult to, you know, for for your buddy to then be like, yeah, you, like, sweet, my buddy knows what she looks like, negative, like had that kind of thing. He, you can assume it all you want that you're not the first one to, to get that, but like assuming and knowing are two different things. Yeah, yeah, I think I would yeah. absolutely admit it. But if asked, I'd be like, yeah, we exchanged some messages. Fair. Didn't really think anything of it. Fair. She seems like ideal for you right now. You know what? That's a like, good point. Maybe you, maybe you don't lead into like, yeah, I saw his pics. Maybe his you're just penis. like, <laughs> I mean, I was going with pics, but yeah. Uh, maybe you're just like, yeah, by the way, we shared a couple messages and we didn't match. And you leave it at that. And you just hope that he never tells her that he showed his penis. <laughs> we always him. say dick pic or dick this. And I was like, yeah. Be anatomically correct for the last five minutes of this pod. Right? <laughs> his penis was shown to her. Why is like, that so funny to me? I don't know, but it is to me too. Um, oh, shit. I think I think go back. I think you you say it first because if he ever drops it and you never did, then you're the bad person. Yeah, not a bad way to go about it. Yeah, and then maybe one day and maybe they stay together forever and and they have a long term relationship and one day you girls are out and you all get to laugh that you've both seen his penis and his penis and you both get to have a good laugh about that. I don't or you both get to celebrate that. I don't know, but like. <laughs> I don't know. That's, it's, that's messy. It's a, and that's also so just like, just crazy about like the world that we live in now. And like, this is dating. Right? I, like, yeah, I got to skip it all. So lucky you. Yeah. Lucky me is right. <laughs> I think we should leave it off there. We're already over. We keep going over time. We always do. So anyone who's listening, I, uh, I hope we've provided you a little bit of entertainment. I can ask one favor of y'all. Go on to Spotify, go on to Apple, rate us five out of five. If you want to rate us one, don't fucking rate us. Just stop listening. <laughs> That's your rating of one. You don't need to fucking rate us a one. For the but record, rate us a five, rate us a four. We've only had one winner and That's fine. We fuck still them. like we still like the haters, so Yeah. Fuck them. It's great. It, it fuels my fire to keep doing this for that one person. So, but I'm not saying the rest of you should, cause it'll fuck up our algorithm. <laughs> so if you like us, I would love just a, a, a star rating and comment on how awesome Jess is. And you can tell them how shitty I am. I love that stuff. And chirp me as much as y'all want. Thank you so much for listening. Jess, I love your insight into all these <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I can't wait to do this again next week. I love this so much. Um, I agree. I still can't believe this is an ongoing thing, but here we are for all of your uh, entertainment pleasure. And we're having a great time. So thanks, friends. Thanks for listening. Um, do share. Uh, do rate. Do whatever you, you want to do. But we really appreciate you. So. Thank you. For those that uh, don't know, you can follow Jess on Instagram, j.l.xx. That's J-A-Y dot E-L-L-E dot X-X on Instagram. Uh, please follow. Please share your content. That's how this show goes. If y'all don't share, then we're done.
Submit so your confessions every Sunday. That easy. Yeah, every Sunday. Thank you, everybody, again, from both of us. Every listen, every impression, every everything means so much to us. Uh, it really does. Thank you for our therapy session. <laughs> That's what this is. Thank you for listening. Thank you. See y'all next week. Boom. Boom. Done, Done ski. ski. <laughs>